manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're, we're Quinn. Quinn. And, and we're, Becca. we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk about our shared delusions. Passions. And love, love for, for each, each other. And oh my god, guys, welcome <laughs> to our very first Christmas special, MPJ, A Home for the Holidays. Um, And yeah, guys, let's just get right into it. Um, it's Christmas time. I know. And it Becca, keeps it fast. Yes, I, I, yes, I have actually genuinely been thinking about this because I feel like because obviously my birthday is around Christmas and mm-hmm. I feel like it's weird because you kind of wait all year for um well I wait all year for like my birthday because it's kind of a seminal mm-hmm. part of anyone's year right it's actually your new year because like we all celebrate like the new year but like your new year is actually your solar birthday let's Great talk point. about that um Great point. and then there's like I feel like Christmas Christmas is like a week after my birthday and so I feel Mm -hmm. like it's like I'm always waiting for like those times and then when it's actually here it's like oh it's here because I don't know why but like the end of the year always feels so fast as compared to like the rest of the year no literally I would say specifically the beginning um February through April always drags yeah so hard yeah and then we get to my birthday in June and then it mm-hmm. feels like the fast track till Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, time is crazy is. when you think about it, really. But Becca, mm-hmm. how do you? What are your like high level thoughts on Christmas? Are you like a Christmas person? Um, we know she's not touching Halloween for you, but kind of where is she in right. the canon? Yeah, no, she definitely is my second favorite holiday. Okay. Um, and I do I enjoy like the kitschy things, like uh-huh. watching a cheesy movie, drinking a hot cocoa. Um, giving a gift to my loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, yeah, I enjoy like those little things. I would say Christmas has not felt the same in the past like five years for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like it's something about it shifted. Maybe it's a little less magical or something. <laughs> something shifted. Something, but I'm not sure. Something definitely shifted though. Um, but I love Christmas music mm, and love. Yeah. Actually, I got to watch it every year. I actually watched love actually for the first time last year. Really? So good. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like crazy. It's like Britain's such an goodness. epic tale. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many moving parts to that actually. No, Exactly. Well, speaking of how you spend your Christmases, I know that Christmas is sacred to you. Mm-hmm. And when did it become your favorite holiday? Oh, I've always loved Christmas. So, guys, oh, wow. I'm a Sagittarius. So something about me is I want to believe so badly. <laughs> I want to believe so badly in things. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so Santa, I was a Santa truther for a long time. <laughs> Too and- long? A little bit, a little bit. My wow, brother had to crazy. literally, like, my brother had to physically walk me into my, like, dad's closet and show me the presents and be like, <laughs> look. Oh, no. <laughs> when he decided I was done being, like, when he decided I was done believing in Santa, like, 
or when he was, was done it. with me believing in Santa, <laughs> like it was yeah, it's hard. That it. was like a whole that was a whole drama in my family. Oh, no. Um but that's that's Liam Murphy for you guys. Um cancer mm. man, so he specifically does not want to believe ever in anything. Yeah. Really. That's um, true. And so, um, but yeah, I've always just found Christmas magical and my birthday being around Christmas, people are always like, oh, what's your kind of relationship to like, cause people are always talking about like the gifts, the gifts, the gifts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it's like, I've never like looked at my birthday as like a big, like gift getting thing. Like I don't usually get a lot of birthday gifts, if that makes sense. Okay. Like maybe Do you I think when it's I, because you're so close to Christmas? Maybe, but it would it never felt like a thing where like my parents were like, Oh, you don't get birthday gifts because Christmas is next week. Like it never felt like that. Right. Like I definitely did get birthday gifts as a child. Mm-hmm. Um but when I um actually like my, for my teenage birthdays, I guess that's not true because my I didn't get like my parents are just very not like things. They're more like experiences and stuff. And so like for my birthday, my mom and I, for like a couple of years, we would always go up to um, New York and like see a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I saw Matilda for my 14th birthday. So um, I remember specifically. And then for my 15th birthday, it would have been 15, right? My mom got me tickets to see Deaf West's production of Spring Awakening, which was really cool. <gasps> Whoa. Um, and then on my 18th birthday, my mom got tickets for me to see the share show. Um, Slay. and so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it doesn't feel like I got like Christmas gifts because I don't like physically unwrap things on my birthday, but I did get Christmas gifts because, you know, experiences and stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is cool. But yeah, I, I like, I love Christmas. I love the magic of it. I love, you know, like there's just something you know magical about it and I think that's truly yeah. what I kind of enjoy about it and I do enjoy being around like family and stuff and just kind of like chilling you know mm-hmm. um and yeah I I was obsessed with and this never happened this is what I prefer Christmas over Halloween for mm-hmm. is when you were and maybe that's kind of what's worn off lately is when you were in school and uh, like yeah. The last like few days before break, like just watching Christmas movies, doing Christmas uh-huh. activities mm-hmm. in the classroom, like that was really fun. Yeah, there was something euphoric about all of that. Um, exactly, and like unreal feeling. Like yeah, very interesting vibe there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was that excitement of like knowing you're like, oh, I'm I'm done with school. Like exactly, I'm almost done. Um. But yeah, and then it's like you like in college, you're like recovering from like the shell shock of having to live through like final season and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, the magic does get stripped a bit as you get older and Mm -hmm. also as you like feel like pressure to like buy gifts and like do because then you have to be like an adult about Christmas and be like, okay, well, now I have to get gifts and do all this kind of stuff and. Yeah, it's a lot. Something I haven't stepped into yet. Nobody in my life is getting a Christmas gift. Sorry. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. My um, family is not like a gift family. They're like a here's some money in a card family. Work. So one, which I do like, but when Lauren, like she was, I think she was the first, first person who like ever gave me a physical gift outside mm. of 
you know, the money and stuff. And I was like, this is crazy actually to experience, like mm-hmm. opening something physical in front of someone. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like a big like gift person. I love giving gifts though. And I believe we've talked about this on the podcast, but yeah, I love giving a gift. I've given That's back so a gift before. Yeah. The lesbian's shirt, which was shirt after I wear to sleep all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cozy. Um, there's <laughs> a uh, after we did the drag seed. Um, I was in the strip, which is like the shopping district with my family. It might have actually been drag seed weekend. Yeah, probably. Or maybe another mm-hmm. time. No, because then that's like the first weekend my parents came and they like stayed in the strip and then they became like obsessed with the strip, which is like if you guys have never been to Pittsburgh, the strip mm-hmm. is like this area of downtown where they have a lot of different like grocery stores that are like um kind of different from your regular grocery stores. So they'll have like an Italian supermarket, like a fish market, Japanese supermarkets. I believe there's a mm-hmm. Korean market down there as well. So it's mm-hmm. kind of known for that. Um, and my parents like loved it so much so that when they came back for graduation, they stayed in the strip and like bought out half of the Italian market there. Oh my God. Um, but anyway, um, we were down there and they have like weekend markets. Another thing about Christmas culture that I'm obsessed with is an outdoor market. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we saw like this t-shirt market and I saw a shirt that said lesbians with y-i-n-z which is yeah some pittsburgh vernacular um uh-huh. and so i was like i need to get that for becca because the drag seed had a lot to do with lesbianism yeah um and so yeah but that's that's how i like to experience a gift that's the one thing i don't like love about christmas is that it's very much like you have to get a gift now mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. like i've been known to like if i get like if i see something and it makes me think of somebody i'll just get it for them and be like this made me yeah. think of you yeah I literally this was so good because literally like two years ago I think like Christmas before the pandemic I bought these posters for my friends Kat and Annie who are twins who have birthdays on December 13th and um Kat loves David Bowie and Annie is like a big cinephile so I got Kat a Bowie poster and I got Annie a Rocky Horror Picture Show poster okay Um, sway and I literally had them sitting in my room here and my apartment in Pittsburgh because I didn't get to see them on their birthday. Um, and I literally, like, when it came time to go to their birthday celebration that we had this year, I was like, do I still have those posters? I hope I didn't get rid of them in my move. And then they were in my closet. And so I was finally able to give it to them. And I was like, guys, I've had these for literally two years. Like, <laughs> But I got them just for you. <laughs> but I got them just for you guys. Um <laughs> And so, yeah, but that's, that's kind so of funny. A, that's kind of a representation. I didn't um, know they were twins. Yeah, it's true. Wow, that's so true, funny. Actually. Um, right? And yeah, my most intense Christmas gift actually was when I was dating my um, ex-boyfriend and mm-hmm. I made him a scrapbook. Um, <sighs> this is your Libra moon at work. I know. No, and I spent so much time on this and something about me i love teasing people (laughs) i love teasing people with things like i i forget how i introduced it to him but i i started calling it secret project 2k18 because it was 2018 and so i would like when we were talking about what we did i would be like oh and i worked on like secret project 2k18 today 
And he was you would like, tell him that? Yes. And he was wow. like, well, what's that? And I was like, you'll find out eventually. <laughs> it's secret for now. It's <laughs> secret. Can you keep it? Um, and so, yeah, that was that was a good Christmas gift I gave. Talk about um, a Christmas gift to society was those Pretty Little Liars videos Mike's Mike made. No, literally. <laughs> literally. Anything Mike's Mike produces, really. Is a gift to society. He would absolutely. be a crazy pot. We need to get him on the podcast. Oh, jumping in elevator X MPGC. <laughs> MPJ. MPG. I said G. Fuck. Um, yeah. Another question I do need to ask you about Christmas legally is that, what are some that? of your favorite Christmas songs? So obviously all of Ariana Grande's Christmas and Chill. Mm-hmm. I'm also I'm a fan of the classics. So I really love um you know, white Christmas, blue Christmas, uh-huh. <laughs> um, all of those. Red Christmas, purple Red Christmas, Christ- <laughs> orange Christmas. <laughs> I could be blown, I could be blue, I could be purple. <laughs> anyway. That makeup ad from like the 2000s where they were like, I'm black, I'm white, I'm yellow. <laughs> Ooh. Was that America's Next Time Model? No, it was like Maybelline. Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> we should... uh. And of course, the, it was like a white girl saying, I'm black. Yeah. A black woman saying, Etka, I'm Etka. yellow. Etka, Etka. Etka, Etka. Um, not great. Anyway, yeah, I'm a fan of the classics. And then, of course, I'll never be sick of All I Want for Christmas is You. She has risen. Yeah, my thing, like, people who hate on, like, I get that, like, All I Want for Christmas is You is, like, it can be a lot during the holidays. But, like, what's even more annoying to me is the people who are like, ah, this song again. It's like. Yeah, it's Christmas time. No, because, like, the first 30 seconds of the song, you're like, oh, wow, okay, this song. And then if you get past that, you're like, oh, no, this song is such a slayer, actually. Exactly. Every single time. Because it is one of the best pop songs of all time. Like. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a slayer, actually. Yeah. That whole album. I had a. Honestly. Merry Christmas. I had a. Well, Mariah yeah, Carey. I had a doctor's appointment today and they were uh-huh. the office was playing on repeat the Hanukkah song from SNL, Adam Sandler. Oh, I don't know. On that repeat. That <laughs> so I like barely knew it, but the I could tell it was Adam. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it played 15 times in a row. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, actually. And I was like, so who has ox? Who has ox? <laughs> Who is on the ox? <laughs> oh, and I guess also shout out to all of our Jewish listeners. Yeah. At this time. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah. By the time we, by the time this Christmas special comes out, it will be, I think Hanukkah might be done by the time, or no. No. Wait, no, it'll, it'll be, be the, the seventh night, I think. Because Hanukkah started on my birthday this year. Thanks Slay. for that, guys. Um <laughs> Appreciate it. I was so excited to be celebrating with all of you. Finally. <laughs> um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So Sunday. Last night? Oh my god, Christmas is the last night of Hanukkah. Or no. Oh, nice. Yeah, Christmas is the last night of Hanukkah. Guys, nice. what a collab this year. Perfect. Love when I see my Jewish us. cousins, it'll finally make sense. <laughs> Our Jewish ancestors. <laughs> um and so yeah, also all the other holidays that are celebrated around this time. Um, yeah. Happy holidays to you guys, Becca yeah, and Edka, I. Edka. Becca and I are Christmas heads, though. So, 
it's a Christmas centric yeah. show and also we mm-hmm. don't want to offend anybody because we don't know how your holidays work so right um also the like I've just noticed that like the end of the year has just like maybe we'll talk about that next time actually I want to save that for the last for our year-end episode okay put a um, pin in it but yeah some of my favorite Christmas songs. I was gonna I, ask. Yeah, exactly. What do you like? <laughs> um, oh, Holy Night is probably my favorite. You mentioned it actually multiple times to me before. So yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I was listening to Last Culturistas and they were like Matt Rogers just released a uh comedy special that's like Christmas themed, and so he mm. um he called like Oh Holy Night like the diva song of like Christmas. <laughs> basically um and yeah like we just have that song for women to wail <laughs> around the holiday time a vehicle a vehicle Mar- for crying mariah carey when you're listening to merry christmas it's right after all i want for christmas is you mm-hmm. um leah michelle problematic fave mm-hmm. also did an amazing rendition of it on glee yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> Silent Night, I also love when I did Star. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Christmas traditions when I was in high school was as much as my high school choir was like a taxing experience at some points. Something mm-hmm. I did love that we did every year was the Christmas Spectacular. Um, so we would do like, and it was fun because like it kind of helped get into the Christmas mood because we would rehearse Christmas music like right when we started school, basically. Mm. Um because like that was kind of the culmination of like our semester and so we like I got to do the silent night solo when I was a senior I think what was did I get to do it when I was a junior because I remember the kid who did it when I was a sophomore I don't know who did it when I was in my sophomore but I definitely got to do it my senior year um and so that was my little like moment to be like okay guys slay Um, (laughs) And do you perform in front of the whole school? I did we perform that one in front of the whole school? We did. It wouldn't be like it wouldn't culminate in like a school performance. We would do it at like my choir director's church. And he oh. also was the music director of his church choir. And so we would come together with the church choir. And oh. he got like strings, like a full string orchestra as well to accompany it. Oh my goodness. And of course, there was the Christmas pageant. Um, which is where all the little kids dressed up as the characters of like Christmas and did a little oh. show for the kids. Oh, interesting. Um, it's for the fucking kids. And so I always loved like watching that as we were singing. Um, oh, come all ye faithful. Like, come on now. Christmas Carol was the first show I was in. Oh. Is that one the one we sing in there? I forget. We sing one of the carols. Oh, start the Carol show. Of the bells, mm. maybe. No. Um. Also, as as I grow older, someone one I really love is "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home." Oh, oh, I love that one so much. Not coming down, Darlene. Love. I've seen a lot of like it's I don't know I feel like the in the hate for like Mariah Carey around Christmas time is getting more intense as the years go on which like guys just chill just let Mariah be Mariah one of the yeah. true divas we have left one of the only true divas <laughs> we have left I know seriously and also because people are always like 
I've seen like two people be like allegedly queen of Christmas. And I'm like, okay, guys, like, and people are like, oh, well, actually, Darlene Love should be the queen of Christmas. And I'm like, well, why can't Christmas have multiple queens? Exactly. Uh, and we also need to it's talk about holiday. a guilty pleasure that I have around the holidays personally is RuPaul's 2015 <laughs> Christmas album, Sleigh Bells. Guys, the song, a point. <laughs> the song Merry Christmas, Mary. I'll listen to that any time of the year, actually, because it's just a disco Christmas song. <laughs> actually, RuPaul was kind of ahead of the game with this one because it's very, like, disco-inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually all kinds of stuff going on in this album because there's um, Merry Christmas, Mary, which is, like, disco, um, some more kind of, like, traditional um, Christmas, like, carols. She does a full, like, New Orleans bounce song with Big Frida called Jingle Them Bells. Yep. That's, like, kind of scary. Are you ready to jingle your bells? Classic. And they also did, um, she also has this crazy song called Christmas Cookies that's absolutely insane and, like, a lot of innuendo. (laughs) Um, And then uh, they also have, like, interludes in the album where, like, when RuPaul and Michelle Visage used to do a podcast, they, like, had the pit crew from Drag Race on, and they all, like, talked about Christmas, and then they mm-hmm. put it in the album, and there are some, like, really funny interludes. Um, and so, yeah, I do I do enjoy that Christmas album that she recorded on the ranch. Yeah, I cla- <laughs> As the drills were drilling. Of course. <laughs> Winter's a really good time to frack, I heard, actually. No, yeah, RuPaul has a secret album all about that. <laughs> Um, black for the butter. Leaks too. <laughs> black butter. Her new album, Black Butter. What does that sound like? Oil. Yeah, she's getting from the fracking ranch. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, a great another part of Christmas is much like this, a Christmas special. Uh huh. Like, I hate to be so basic, but it's okay because being corny is fine now. Um, yeah. all the episodes of The Office, the Christmas ones are so funny. Yeah, I do need to make like a list. I'm always bad about that because like there are Christmas movies I genuinely enjoy. I really like The Happiest Season, which came out a couple years ago, which is like the lesbian mm-hmm. with um Kristen Stewart. And of course, yeah. Aubrey Plaza will have a new appreciation yes. in this year's viewing. Of course. <gasps> How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Oh, oh, a classic babe. One of my favorite movies, just like period. It's like, so fucking funny. <laughs> it's oh my god. I watched it high one time. <gasps> Scary. I, like, no, I was like, this is such a genius movie. Like I wasn't even uh... like I wasn't even laughing at it. I was like, this is so funny. Like technically, I was like, this is <laughs> you were such taking a notes. Good, like I was like, I don't know because I watched Cat in the Hat High one time and it really fruck me out see now that no i enjoy the movies so i feel like they can't freak me out like i will watch cat in the hat completely stone cold sober and be like this is one of the greatest movies of all time actually okay why are they making disney live actions when they could have done like 30 more of those like <laughs> those freaky ass fucking <laughs> those freaky ass weird those... ass movies <laughs> yeah it's true where they had a strong comedian. Just could you imagine? No, could you imagine like Kristen Wiig doing one of those nowadays, or like Katherine Hahn, <laughs> or like someone like being, that? Yeah, being dressed up as like a part animal thing, like, like being like the Starbelly Snitches, like what, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 
No. Guys, I think we should bring it back. Um, Are we going to be the ones? Are we going to have to be the ones? <laughs> or me. There was, I was watching Jeopardy. Something I've also really enjoyed about this time is what I call Mumum Hour. Mm. Um, and so that is 7 p.m. here on the East Coast. And that is when Jeopardy and the Wheel of Fortune come on. Yeah. Um, and they had a whole um, category on Jeopardy tonight about uh, Dr. Seuss books. Oh, nice. How'd you do? I did pretty good in it, actually. I think I got I all of them. It's hard when you're like playing at home because you're you're not really like competing against anybody. And there's no like if you guess wrong, there's no penalty. Penalty. So you're not it's getting the like, honor the full code. experience. Exactly. Yeah. Um and so yeah. But um what else did I want to say? But yeah, the Grinch, I was quoting it to my dad and he like didn't know what I was talking about, and I'm like okay that's weird <laughs> junk mail junk mail jerry duty jerry duty <laughs> jerry duty no <gasps> like ooh, ah <gasps> that's it i'm not going <laughs> let's see um <gasps> betty hi martha <laughs> may Hoovia. who let's yeah. talk okay. about her <laughs> she slid she let's slid. talk about her <laughs> If you guys ever want to know why I have such a connection to Christine Baranski, let's talk about that movie. <laughs> Exhibit A through Z. <laughs> Christine Baranski is somebody who, if she's try, if she stopped trying to be iconic, I feel like she would just combust because it's not possible for her. She not only <laughs> played Tanya perfectly in Mamma Mia, yeah, both Mamma Mia movies, but she's also Martha May Huvier. Like, when will your fave ever be that cunty in a film? No, literally, they they didn't even need a fake nose for her. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> She's who as fuck. And also, <laughs> Molly Shannon is in that movie as um, Cindy yeah. Lou's mom. Yeah. Also, no. I love hearing about how the Grinch, how like Jim Carrey had to literally was miserable. Like, yeah, and he like there are pictures of him like chain smoking in like the Grinch costume. Yeah, because he had to start smoking cigarettes because like that was one of the things they literally when they were producing that film they brought in like a cia like torture operative to like teach jim carrey how to like withstand torture yeah <laughs> because that's I... what like being in his like makeup and hair yes. apparently the contacts were the worst part he said mm. which i can imagine they seem yeah, really no. fucked i'd like to literally know everything about the grunge movie like it like i'd love to sit I'd love to sit down with Jim Carrey and pick his brain on that Grinch movie. Oh my god, I'd love to sit down with Jim Carrey and like pick his brain about anything. Yeah, he's one of those true. people who like paints in his old age, though. Um, yeah, he wouldn't want to talk. <laughs> but yeah, but I do love some Christmas episodes. The Ted Lasso Christmas episode they put out last year is very good. Oh yeah, so cute. Speaking of Christmas, baby, please come home. When Hannah Waddingham mm-hmm. just like fucking like <laughs> randomly like. <laughs> they just be having her sing they were like I oh know. she can sing <laughs> do it <laughs> she's like oh she married this rich guy but she can sing <laughs> but she really has um shit's creek has a good christmas episode um the the christmas episode of victorious that's slay they do a little number in the hallway yeah what do they do but they it's just christmas what? That was the tune of the song. But it's Christmas. Coming true. But it's Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I know you feel it too. Christmas. That's kind of this. It confused me because it sounds like 
Christmas to me. What's that though? This Christmas know. will be very special Christmas to me. Anyway, I don't know. I'm getting confused now. I don't know. I don't have the kids' choice awards um, <laughs> anymore. Anymore, I'm not the kids' <laughs> choice award voter for a while. Like two years now. Um. So yeah. Well, Becca, yeah. do you have anything else you want to say about Christmas? Christmas. Well, actually, now that you bring it up, Christmas. Um, so like you know how I spend like every night, much like you have Mama Hour, I have Crazy Girl Hour from yes. 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. I'm very familiar two hours, actually. Uh-huh. Part of the crazy. <laughs> where I sit with my iPad in my bed um and scroll Twitter and Wattpad. <gasps> yes yeah yeah because i'm a monster yeah but <laughs> yeah believe it or not <laughs> um but so literally okay so i found i can't believe i found this it was the weirdest thing really? but i decided to finally like i guess like google us and like see who's posted about us or whatever oh wow and so obviously well something came up on wattpad really it's yeah it's from user at uh at (laughs) chris kringle 12 oh my goodness yeah very christmasy Um, name i searched the ip address and it's not even from america it looks like it's actually coming in the top of greenland I guess in the North Pole that would be. Anyway, oh, wow. another international yeah. listener. Yeah, thank you for adding to the list of countries yes. and such. Oh my god! Um, but it's kind of like a cool story, and it's like Christmas themed. Oh, so goodness. I don't know. And yeah. it involves us. Well, yeah, it's about like me and you. Oh my goodness! Well, it's crazy. Well, lucky. should we should we read it on the podcast as a part of our Christmas special? Hey, I guess we should, right? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess Becca and I will read this story about us. Awesome. Let's just get into it then. One dollar and eighty-seven cents. That was all. And sixty cents of it was in Venmo. Three times Becca counted it. One dollar and eighty-seven cents. And the next day would be Christmas. Maybe I didn't need to buy all of the new Ariana Mod perfumes, now available at Ulta Beauty. (sighs) But how am I going to get a Christmas gift for my bestie, Quinn? There was clearly nothing left to do but flop down on the chic sectional and cry. So, like a true cancer, Becca did it. Which instigates the jump scare that life is made of crying, tears, and gut-busting laughs, with crying predominating. (laughs) At the depths of her despair, she looked at a picture Quinn had taken of the two of them on his film camera. But then, Becca thought... Why would I actually confront my problem when I could go see a movie using my AMC Steps membership? And so it was. Becca hopped in Paris and sped to her local AMC theater. 
As she drove, she thought about how she had just done her second product placement of the Christmas special, and AMC doesn't even pay her. However, she was soon pacified by the smooth melody of every time, and before she knew it, she was parking her car. As she walked into the theater, though, she couldn't overcome the guilt she felt over not having the money to buy her bestie a gift. They had dedicated what some would say was way too much time talking about their friendship to strangers on the internet. Was she really not going to buy him a gift? Becca waited in line to retrieve her ticket, and even as she felt herself become engulfed by the smell of buttered popcorn, she couldn't shake her bad feelings. Oh, God! Or, even better, Mr. Bananas! Or, even, even better, Julia Fox! How can I atone for not getting my bestie a Christmas gift? It is okay, okay, my child. Wait, what? God, is that you? I always knew you would be Australian. No, No, Bicca. It's me, me, Nicole. Nicole? Nicole? Wait, Nicole Kidman? Yes, Yes, my my child. child. Oh my God, this is so much better than getting visited by God. My child, my child, I know you've I know come, you've to, come this to this place, place for, magic. for magic. You've come, you've come to AMC, AMC theaters to love, love, to cry, cry to care, care, because you, need, you that. need that. All of us. Let's not step on my line. But you've come, you've for, come that for that indescribable feeling, feeling you get when the lights begin, begin to dim and you go you somewhere go you've never been before. before. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn together. Somehow. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Oh, oh my god, sorry. Our heroes heroes feel feel like the best parts of us, and stories stories feel feel powerful. powerful. Because here, here, they are. are. (laughs) Yep. Well, Nicole, I've been off book on your AMC ad for a long time now, but what does that have to do with getting a gift for my friend? My child, child, you you are one of my most most loyal. loyal. Well-styled, and not to mention mention all-around slave slave disciples. disciples. I will not question question your loyalty loyalty if you were to give up your stubs membership for a month or two. Oh my goodness. Benevolent Nicole, you're a genius! Yeah, it kind of goes along with the whole being God thing. Like being Australian? Well, of course. (laughs) Okay, it's decided then. I will give up my Stubbs membership. Excuse me. Here's my Stubbs card, Nicole. Nicole? Who's Nicole? My name is Ben. And this isn't a Stubbs card. This is a Visa gift card that looks at least five years old. Nicole, thank you so much again. But now I have to go and find a gift. Christmas is tomorrow, after all. Wait, miss... There at least some money left on this thing? Leaving her Australian apparition behind, Becca went to search for her bestie's gift. Elsewhere, though, her bestie was facing a similar predicament. Shockingly enough, Quinn was also left with $1.87. However, his was in the form of 35 Turkish lira. Crazy how traveling for three months straight means not having any money around the holidays. Who'd have thunk? And, plopping down on the same couch, Quinn felt a similar level of guilt as his bestie had earlier that day, the only real difference being that Quinn was a bit too emotionally stunted to cry about it. 
I know. I can give Becca a framed picture of us. Just then, Quinn looked upon the photograph of him and Becca that was already framed next to the couch. Hmm. So it seems I've already done my go-to gift. Maybe I could make her something else? Or you could sell some of that beautiful hair. What the fuck? Who is that? Who Who are you? My name is Carla. How did you even get in here, Carla? Ah, don't worry about it. Now, about that hair. Okay, first of all, please leave. Second of all, why would I sell my hair to some random woman who mysteriously appeared in my apartment? Well, first of all, wise guy, I'm not some random woman. I'm Carla. Carla, you're lucky I don't believe in calling the police. Seriously, baby, I need some of that beautiful hair. Why? <gasps> Let me guess. You own a hair shop. Hell no! I'm a gym teacher. <gasps> so you make your students play kickball in wigs. <gasps> I wish my gym classes were like that. No, no, no. I already don't do well with sweat and having those kids wear wigs. Oh, my gymnasium would turn into a freaking water park. I need the hair because, well, okay, let's just say... I have some relatives, and they need to visit this old guy tonight. Oh, my God. Your family's in the mob? No, don't be ridiculous. What, just because I have an ambiguously Italian-American accent, you think my family's in the frickin' mob? What's wrong with you? Well, Carla, I'm actually also Italian. Two uh, percent, actually, and, um... Yeah, I and I'm two percent raisin brand based off my breakfast this morning. But my family has to visit this guy. He's old, cranky, apparently refusing invitations to a Christmas dinner, denying donations to the poor, bothering his workers for taking the day off. That sounds a lot like Ebenezer Scrooge. Hey, how'd you... Oh, I mean... I cannot confirm nor deny. That would be breaking HIPAA. HIPAA is for doctors. Look, are you gonna give me your hair or not? My relatives there... They're not exactly of this realm, and they like when I can add a little bit of hair to the talismans I used to summon them. Wait, <laughs> you really think my hair is good enough to coax your relatives from another realm? Babe, it's perfect. I guess this is kind of a win-win for me. Okay, let's do it. And as quickly as she had appeared, Carla vanished after shaving Quinn's luscious locks. Quinn managed to avoid his new do as he searched the streets for Becca's Christmas gift. However, once he arrived home, he had no choice but to confront the consequences of his necessary action. <gasps> oh, if Becca doesn't kill me before she takes a second look at me, she'll say I look like a non-binary Howie Mandel. But what could I do? Oh, what could I do with a dollar and 87 cents? Trying to distract himself, Quinn prepared the seven o'clock cold brew and prepared for Becca to be her regular but fashionable five to ten minutes late. Then he heard her step on the stair away down on the first flight, and he turned white for just a moment. He had a habit of complaining about the simplest everyday inconveniences, and now he whispered, "'Please, Julia Fox, make her think I am still pretty.'" 
The door opened and Becca stopped in and closed it. She was serving, but very serious. Her eyes were fixed upon Quinn, and there was an expression in them that he could not read, and it terrified him. Becca, darling, don't look at me that way. I had my hair cut off and sold because I couldn't have lived through Christmas without giving you a present. It'll grow out again. I just had to do it. Say Merry Christmas, Becca, and let's be happy. Oh, you've cut off your hair. It's sold, I tell you. It's Christmas Eve. Be good to me, for it went for you. Maybe the hairs of my head were numbered, but nobody could ever count my love for you. Just then, Becca pulled a package from her ornate overcoat and threw it upon the table. Don't make any mistake about me. I don't think there's anything in the way of a haircut that can make me like my bestie any less. But if you'll unwrap that package, you may see why you gave me a bit of a jump scare. Quinn tore open the box, and then an ecstatic scream of joy, and then a shriek of realization. Becca, you got me box hair dye? In the exact shade of red that I saw in that Broadway window? Oh, you shouldn't have. It was at that moment that the besties shared an embrace. However, Quinn could feel that Becca still felt some disappointment. My hair grows so fast, Becca. Why don't you open your present now? Becca perked up a bit as Quinn extended his hand out. However, once she had opened the gift, any budding perkiness was replaced by a level of confusion. Isn't it dandy, Becca? It's a card holder for your AMC Stubbs card. It even has RFID protection so no one can steal your information. Give me your card. I want to see how it looks on it. Quinn, let's put our Christmas presents away and keep them for a while. They're too nice to use just at present. I gave up my Stubbs card to get the money to buy your box dye. Oh my god! This will be such a good story for the podcast. The Magi, as you know, were wise men who brought gifts to the babe in the manger. They invented the art of giving Christmas presents. And here I have lamely related to you the uneventful chronicle of two foolish children in a flat who most unwisely sacrificed for each other the greatest treasures of their house. But, in a last word to the wise of these days, let it be said that of all who give gifts, these two were the wisest and the slayest. They are the Manic Pixies. Quinn, I would say that was quite the comment corner we just received there. I would 1000% agree, actually. (laughs) Yeah, what a perfect example of the bar that should be set for all our listeners. I know, what a crazy little story. Yeah. We just went Um, on, and and it was all true. And it was all true. Yeah, it was all true. It ultimately did happen. That is the gift of stories. 
kind of weird that someone knew that crazy specific circumstances of events that happened to us but anyway um whoever wrote it is probably like watching us all the time i know maybe we're good and yeah see this when we're sleeping yeah knows that we're awake right now we're awake yeah i can't think about that too much um that's kind of crazy actually but we thank him or they or i didn't say (laughs) i didn't say she because a woman can't write (laughs) women can't write a woman couldn't write that (laughs) but guys this would be the time in the show where we usually did our jump scares and our manic pixie moments but Mm -hmm. we at the end of this crazy year i feel like a rule for every year is that like at the end of the year you have to go what a crazy year this was (laughs) oh my god so much happened i know it's crazy um (laughs) but at this time we just want joy no jump scares just joy yeah no no so today we're not gonna even go to the zork exactly Um, we're gonna stay in the light and we're gonna stay in the the holiday season and just literally wish you all manic pixie moments all throughout this holiday season Mm -hmm. to share with you and yours and all your loved ones yeah, and you know, now that we've given you the gift of the jump scare, you could even share that with your family. Go for it! Literally, say Alexa, play the gift of the jump scare, and she'll know what you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, she'll immediately open Spotify. I heard. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, but Becca and I just wanted to wish everybody Merry Christmas and a happy damn holidays. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back. We love you. Next yeah. week to talk a little bit more about the year. Over mm-hmm. this week, we just wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays. Happy Baby Honda holiday. Days to all. Happy Honda Day. Also, you people who <laughs> celebrate Toyotathon, I'm standing with you today at this holiday <laughs> mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Um, but yeah. We love you. We love you. Happy holidays. Exactly. We're, We're Quinn. We're Becca. And, and thank, thank you, you for listening. For listening. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> the Gift of the Jump Scare is an MPJ production. Adapted from O. Henry's The Gift of the Magi. Performed by Becca Hobart and Quinn Murphy. Written and edited by Quinn Murphy. Quinn Murphy.